Merry Pitchmas, everyone, and welcome to our inaugural 12 Days of Pitchmas. I'm your holly jolly hostess, Paula, and I hate rom-coms, unless they're TV Christmas movies. Starting on Thanksgiving and lasting through New Year's, I try to watch every single TV Christmas rom-com I can get my eyes on. That's only 40 days to watch this year's 79 new holiday films. You heard me right, 79. So I have my toy tinkering and nutcracking cut out for me. Hey, this is your old drinking buddy, J-Dobbs, here. And if this is not your first show, you know my problem. It's that I'm a junkie for the narrative. And once Paula starts telling me about one of these movies, I don't want to watch it, but I need to know what happens. So uh, we turned that into a podcast of my need to break down the tropes and the ideas and get to the end and talk about that story structure that I love so much. And today's guest is Nathan Skoll. Hi, Nathan. Hello. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? I met Jordan and Paula while panhandling in front of... No. Uh, <laughs> Jordan we, have and I... indie, we have an Indiegogo uh, trying to uh, get him off the streets. Yeah. I met Jordan uh, while doing... Uh, we did a, a master's program at the same time. Oh, we don't like to bring up my education. <laughs> it goes against False my... False modesty. It goes, against, it goes against my brand. But I, didn't, uh, I didn't say the topic. Yeah, it's true. Janitorial science. Yeah, yeah. And I have since gone on to uh, become even more overeducated. <laughs> I recently finished an MA in film... Excuse me, an MFA that I piggybacked onto the PhD. And I've done some production and screenwriting stuff, too. Um, so I titles? do have some chops. Main film is a feature currently streaming on Amazon called American Fork. You may have seen it previously uh, as Humble Pie when it was streaming on, uh, what's the, the big one? Netflix. Netflix. It's a good movie. Check it out if you're interested. Indie comedy. I wouldn't say of its time, but a solid indie comedy that has uh, too depressing and uncomfortable to be marketed as a comedy, but too funny to be marketed as a as a full-on drama perfect formula to uh, make a good movie that no one will watch indeed <laughs> so we we wanted to prove it and by gum we succeeded uh so uh my question for you is what is your favorite off the beaten path christmas movie well i'll say this i spend my, my grad work is being done in utah salt lake city you know I, I did my undergrad in the same state and have spent a lot of time there over the years so over the winter months going back to when i was a kid staying at my aunt's house who lives up there i would watch endless summer quite a bit to offset the uh, oh, the winter I thing. I like that a lot. So in some ways, I'll still do that. I'll still watch Endless Summer or Point Break for similar reasons. But Point Break skirted too close to the, hey, it's a Christmas movie if you think about it. <laughs> so I'm not discounting that. But what, what I realized, because I was thinking a little, you know, based on your, your format and what you're going for here, I was like, what is like my good kind of offbeat christmas movie and it's actually citizen kane oh because uh first time i saw it in its entirety was on christmas day way back you know in the 90s before it was turner classic movies right whatever the the channel was that did that they would show double bills of classic films on christmas so that was the first time i saw citizen kane was on and it Christmas has Day. a sled, and it has snow. Not just a sled but, and snow, but, 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 I mean, but one of the famous edits, of course, yeah. right after Thatch is taking him under his wing is he gets the spiteful, Merry Christmas oh, from young right, Charlie, and then right. it smash cuts to, and a happy new year. And a happy so new year. So you yeah, actually have the Christmas call out, but... And the snow glow. Snow but glow, I mean, of course, got, so yeah, it's seasonal, but it's also, and here's the, here's the thing I realize that makes it a good kind of meta inverse Christmas sure. movie. Plot points... He's learning the true meaning of Christmas in some senses because so many Christmas <laughs> films involving kids are about, it's not about the toys. You sure. Know, they sing without snorflers, they sing without, etc. There's a lot of overlap in the plot beats well, between the Grinch and 
Well, Charles exactly. Foster and, King. And, and these movies, we as we've discussed before, it's it's a lot of the battle between family slash Christmas, which are intertwined, and commerce as well. Uh, you know, and, and and definitely that is a Citizen Kane thing as far as the the interpersonal relationships mixed with business. Yeah, and the toys. Now, before we start, a quick disclaimer: we're not doing this to make fun of these movies. I genuinely love them for their earnestness and their belief that the power of Christmas can solve anything. However, since they're made so quickly, usually shot in ten to fifteen days. They have to follow a formula. And uh, as I've said uh, before, Christmas is stupid. But I love the industrialness of these scripts and these stories. I, I love the idea that you can tell the story with all these different Legos, but kind of put them back together the same way in a way that we can recognize them or recognize when they go weird. And that's what we're here to talk about. And since we're focusing on the winter holidays, tonight's themed comestible is Welch's Sparkling White Grape Juice. And this is my actually go-to non-alcoholic sparkling drink. I like it a little bit better than the Martinelli's. What do you guys think? I think it's way better. Yeah, I agree. Martinelli's has kind of a... Cheers. Cheers. Has an acidic quality and not in a good, uh, bitter way, but just kind of a, a harsh I can't industrial say, chemical I can't way. say that I've ever had this, and uh, it so is good. delicious. Yeah, no. And I've complained about most of our drinks on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welch's. They're not sponsoring us, but we would sure like their money. I'm in. I'm in. With a name like Welch's. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's Joyeux Noel is Memories of Christmas from Hallmark, new Ooh. for 2018. Ooh, this one already sounds like a bummer. I, trust I forget what was the title. Mem- Memories I'm of I'm making Christ. a stupid joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Burned me. Walked memories, right into that one. Memories of Christmas. Uh, and I will give you a hint that will not help at all. It does have one of the bigger names in these films, someone who's reoccurring, but okay. not like a Melissa Joan Hart level. Because no. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to how, repeat actresses. How can you ever be on Melissa Joan Hart's level? <laughs> memories of Christmas. It's It already sounds so maudlin. Um... And I feel like Paula tends to keep it lighter because I would think it would be a, I'm going to go, I'm going to ignore what I think it's going to be knowing you. And I'm going to say Memories of Christmas is, funnily enough, what you brought up, almost that biography that Citizen Kane is where we're going to, we're checking in every few years. And it's, it's kind of about, it's sort of the, it's a wonderful life thing too. It's, it's sort of about how like in its microcosm, it seems like every year around Christmas, things are terrible. But when we put it all together, actually it was pretty great, wasn't it? I think we're, I think that's what we're doing. I I don't actually think that's what we're doing. That's just what that title makes me immediately think of. Well, I just hope with a title like that, there is a, an elderly grandma character who sports a white turtleneck or mock turtleneck under a sweater. Cause that's, what I envision is a staple of a lot of these movies. But is movies. she the sprightly? Like, is she she kind of knows what's up, or is she like a little old? No, that's just kind of okay. the standard issue oh, costume. Sure. It okay. seems. Okay. I'm assuming. Sure. I and my I, money's on. I don't, I don't know why, but my see money's any of these pictures. I just hear them from Paula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about any I of the visuals. I see box art. Yeah. I'm a copious uh, thrift store enthusiast, so I, see, I, I do see a lot of singularly wonderful. I see the box trailers art, when so. I edit these later. That's about it. <laughs> now here's the audio of the trailer. J Dobbs and Nathan won't hear it because that would be cheating. Now, if you want to play along at home, skip ahead 30 seconds. For her, Christmas had to be bigger and better every year. To keep her mother's legacy alive. Well, I made your mom a promise that I'd continue the tradition. She'll fall back in love. You know, he's single. With Christmas. I forgot how much fun this is. Christina Milian stars. Mom, are you seeing what I'm seeing? In a very special holiday movie. Christmas is all about the love we give to each other. I love you, Mom. Memories of Christmas on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Now I'm going to start describing Memories of Christmas beat by beat. 
Our panelists will try to get ahead of the plot to predict what will happen next, or if they're wrong, we'll give their best pitch to shake things up. So we start with an office Christmas party. Always a good place to start. Yes. And Noelle is actually in her office oh, on the phone doing business. <laughs> Settle. It's, it's no, Noel, Noel, and Carol are my least two favorite names. To and Eve, everybody. there's a couple issues where they're named Eve. Oh, Eve, yeah, Eve's a bummer too. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris, Chris mm-hmm. is, is uh, seems presumptuous, but mm-hmm. continue. Noel is played by Christina Milian, who mm-hmm. was started her career as a recording artist. Uh, I think most famously, she was the grandbaby mama in Grandfathered with John Stamos. Uh, <laughs> yes, she was, but I just. I was amused by the phrase grandbaby mama. That was a good show. I missed that show. And she's somebody who like years ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this Christmas movie starring Christina Milian and Jordan's like, who's that? And I'm like, she's famous. I mean, I don't know how I know her, but she's famous. I literally still only know her from grandfather. Uh, Yeah. So Noelle is actually on the phone with her coworker Rex's client trying to help him out with a deal. She's had some new ideas. Okay. And the boss comes in and is like, are you on the phone with Rex's client? And, and Noelle's like, oh, actually, he knows. He asked me. He, yeah. he asked me to help out. Yeah, yeah. And then boss sees an invitation on her desk for a Christmas gala in Noelle's hometown of northern Michigan. And she says, why aren't you going to this? And she reads it and she says, they give a scholarship every year in your mother's memory? And you're still bailing. Wow. Okay. We've, we we do. We're, we're already teetering towards that maudlinness I was worried yeah, about. Yeah. And Noelle says, I haven't been home since my mom died. Of course not. Yeah. Boss says, I'm ordering you to take some time off and go back. You need to deal with the house and you can go to the Christmas gala while you're there. All, all of the stuff that you do when someone you love has passed. Interesting. So we, we were in another we're in another Sweet Home Alabama situation. You beat me oh, to sorry. it, damn you. I was going to make a Josh Lucas joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tell okay. Crowd. You can go. you can you can you can make your uh, Harry Connick Jr. hope floats jokes then. <laughs> So boss tells coworker Rex, who's you know about Noelle's age and handsome, you're not allowed to contact her while she's there. She already does enough work, and if she calls you, don't answer. Those are the oh, rules. She okay. she needs to take time off. This is my order. So as mentioned before, it's it's home slash Christmas versus commerce slash career. Mm-hmm. And Rex says, Noelle, I'll send you some sourdough while you're gone. Because so they're in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes place in San Francisco. I just yeah. I, the way he the way you said that was like, and then there was a line after that, like, "Why did you send me some real dough? Make that dollar dollar." <laughs> then a cab pulls up to Mom's house, and you know, small town in northern Michigan. Yeah, you know, and it's thriving, <laughs> thriving cab, cab community. Cab business. <laughs> she doesn't have her phone, so she can't use Uber. No, she does have her phone. They yeah, just can't she's call not her. allowed to call okay. work. Yeah. yeah, they didn't take her phone from her, and we're like, "See you later." <laughs> it's just, well. it just, it just the boss just microwaves her SIM card. <laughs> <laughs> now you're off the grid. So the next morning, Noelle's in bed, and she hears this banging that wakes her up. It's oh. way too early with the time difference. Of course, uh, it's, it's grandpa. No, it's it's a hunky guy. Build. He's not building something. You're on the right track. Yeah, he's not okay. building something. He's like, it's not. He's not board. I want to say he's like boarding up something. He's building, a, uh, putting up a fence, putting up a fence. But he might be putting up a sign because they're selling the house or selling the stuff. He's putting up the Christmas decorations on the roof. Ah, what an amateur! I was hoping it was gonna go sleeping with the enemy, and he was rehearsing West Side Story. <laughs> I just in the backyard, like, but... like, unless this house has never been decorated, the clips are already up there. Come on, yeah. Uh, so Noelle pokes her head out and he is young and hunky. And Shirt on though, because it's a sn- yes, cause snowy. Yes, because it's the winter yeah. in Michigan, baby. Okay. Uh, I don't and know. he says, oh, Noelle, I didn't know anybody was here. Come around front and I'll meet you. Oh, okay. 
which she has no idea who she is. He immediately knows who she is. Because they knew each other oh, in junior okay. high, and they have history. Yeah. High school is too recent past, I would think, but it's going to be junior high. I'm going, I'm going friend's older brother who like went away to college earlier she okay. you know so like just or it could be the other way around though younger brother's less likely for her to recognize so but okay. i think it's like a, a friend's friend's so sibling it's a brother of a classmate yes older yes, or younger yes, but yes. Brother, like okay. they don't have a thing particularly they have a one degree separation okay so she opens the door and there's her mother's old friends mike and missy who are there to greet her okay so they're an older white couple got it are they those old? names are you sure yeah yeah <laughs> I know you guys can tell that they are white. Uh, and then David comes up, and they're like, "Oh, this is this is Davy. Was your mom's handyman? He put up the decorations for her every year." So no, I mean, connection as in used to work for mom, but mm-hmm. no other can no history connection. I I saw pictures of you around the Seen house, family mm-hmm. photos, and heard parental laments. Right, exactly. So. Mm-hmm. She never visits. Yeah, so. Missy says, let's all catch up. I'll make some cocoa. Cut to they're all drinking cocoa. And Missy offers Noelle marshmallows. And Noelle says, I'm not really a marshmallow girl. And Dave's like, who doesn't like marshmallows? And Noelle says, who puts up decorations on an empty house? Damn. Mm -hmm. This one's a firecracker. And Dave says, I made your mother a promise that I'd uphold the tradition. And also, this neighborhood always decorates for the carolers. Which, again, makes me question, so are there new nails in the house every yeah. year and it, it makes me question michigan summers, you know. i was gonna say it makes me question has this person ever been to michigan or know about their climate because that seems pretty caroler thwarting weather <laughs> during the winter months well they're a drunk caroling okay group. They, they don't notice <laughs> yeah noelle says she just came to pack up the house and put it up for sale and movers are coming on the 21st so before Christmas. The solstice. And Missy says, oh, why aren't you staying for the Christmas gala? That was your mother's big charity event every year. And she says, I, I can't stay. I have to get up really early to fly back the next day. I gotta so, get back to business. Yeah, so no decorations. And Dave just says, well, I gotta get back off on the roof. Uh, well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does make sense. I know Christmas Day is a really <laughs> bustling business yeah. time business yeah. Yeah. you know yeah we're doing we're doing a lot of and deals. not just at chinese restaurants in new york but mm-hmm. you know elsewhere okay yeah so noel follows dave out of the house and it's like i just said no decorations and he says every other house in this block will light up except this one that's you don't want this to happen yeah, yeah exactly yeah, like, yeah. like that, you're that, gonna you're yeah. gonna look you're gonna look bad yeah it's bad for your mother's memory got it got it yeah and he says i tell you what after the christmas gala i'll finish helping you pack and Noel says, well, you look pretty handy. There's some stuff in the house that needs to be fixed before I sell it. You help me fix stuff up. I'll let you decorate the house. And he's like, why does it sound like I have the worst end of this deal on uh, both sides? I was just about to say, I like that he noticed it right away. I feel like very often they don't. I was like, that doesn't seem like a deal. Like, hey, if you help me pack, I'll let you drive me to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, speaking like, of driving, both, I'm just hoping the cabbie shows up again. Oh, yeah. I... Bo- both of these jobs are terrible. Why would I? <laughs> oh, but he agrees. So later in the kitchen, Dave's working on the plumbing and Noelle's packing up dishes and stuff. And she finds this giant Santa picture and sort of like, she's like, well, you know, I remember this. And so she puts it away and puts it in her room. Got it. Okay. And she uh, she's in her room and she pulls out like a slinky Mrs. Claus dress and she puts it to the side. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It, which was hers? I mean, we'll I don't want out. it to be her mom's. That's out. gross. Okay. Or worse, her dad's. Go on. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's much more acceptable. <laughs> much less grossed out if it's her dad's. Uh, so that night, Noelle has dinner with Mike and Missy, 
And she says, packing up a house in five days is going to be hard. You guys were right. Mike and Missy reminisce about the first gala and how Noelle's mom made her a Mrs. Claus dress. And there was another teenager dressed as Santa. And Noelle slipped and fell out of the sleigh and almost ruined her dress. Another teenager dressed as Santa. I think I know who the Santa might be. Oh, you think it, you think it's him? I think yeah. there's I think there's I think there's got to be now a jerk. He's the nice guy. Oh. Now we have to have a jerk from the we have to ha- we have to have a goofus gallant split up. All right, that's that's my thought. Mm. Well, I should tell you. They say, do you remember when at the the first gala you and Alan Chang were playing Mr. Alan Mrs. Chang? Claus? It's something like that. I'm a little. I'm, it might be up, but I think it's Alan Chang. Yes, I'm I'm just impressed with the uh, diversity of this it's town. Very, it's a very diverse town. Missy and whatever is Michigan town. Yeah, gotcha. And uh, Mike says, you know, I, I sure miss practicing law with your father, but now I have a new partner. It's Corey. And Noelle says, Corey that I used to babysit when she was a little girl? Oh, there we go. I knew we had to have at least one, like, I haven't seen you in forever. Mm-hmm. You're, a, you're a person now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike says, Corey is working on trying to save the hunting lodge where the gala is held every year. So if they ha- if they sell the hunting lodge, they'll be able to have the gala anymore because it's outgrown every other place in town. So we need to save the hunting lodge. We also need to like maintain mom's house in some way. Uh, I mean, obviously we're mm-hmm. ostensibly we're supposed to be selling it, but obviously we're not. We're not. I just like the concept of hunting lodge and gala going together. That's not a combination you usually mm-hmm. see. I think it's more like the town like Elks it's Club. Like a big, oh yeah. no, I know, but just gala, gala at the hunting but, lodge. Yeah. Yeah. I get well, they don't have a golf club. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's the same concept. Yeah, and Noel says, of course it's huge now. For my mother, Christmas had to be bigger and better every year. And Missy says, well, that first year that your mom had the party in her front yard, she raised enough money to send one of the townspeople to college. So of course she would keep oh, doing that's, it. Oh, that's where the that's yeah. where the thing started. It's okay. a college scholarship right. for a teenager in the town. It's di- it. obviously different every year. Do they have to major in Yuletide studies, <laughs> or yes. is that? negotiable no that's required okay so the next morning noelle gets a skype from rax at work and so she like checks her hair and then she answers it and he says the henderson deal got complicated when are you coming home i need your help what yeah oh but he's not supposed to contact her yeah rex Rex the program rex is getting in trouble yeah but noelle (laughs) says the movers just postponed because the roads are so icy they can't get here until after christmas i couldn't even get a cab here And Yet Rex, the carolers will be a foot shortly. They'll be fine. They were, they were crampons. Is Rex chewing on a mouthful of sourdough bread when he barks these orders? <laughs> no, it's rice aroni. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. good. I'll, I'll be out to catch the cable car in a moment. <laughs> and Rex says, well, if you're stuck there, there's no reason for you not to come back and then go home back to Michigan after Christmas. There's a flight that leaves in three hours. Wow. Rex, Rex really gets stuff done, except for, you know, his job. For yeah. a supervisor, he's very attenuated. Well, no, this, he's the, he's this not is her the, supervisor. This he's, is her the, co-worker. he's her This co-worker. is the, okay. the not quite rival, but the gotcha. rival with right, right, another right. cow okay. that she's yeah. helping. Yeah. And yeah. the so, supervisor's the one who said, Rex, no don't, calling, bo- yeah. don't bother. Yeah, yeah. So Boss knows that she's helping Rex with his deal because she's like the hot shot. Gotcha. Yeah. Even but, though they're about the same but now, age. But now Rex is breaking the rules, which I think that'll make Rex look bad later. Yeah, and as handyman Dave arrives, Noelle's exiting with her luggage, and she says, I'm, I'm going to catch a flight home. It's in an hour. I need to help Rex with his deal. And Dave says, who's Rex? Because you're blushing. <gasps> what? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, she thinks she likes Rex? Those flesh cheeks aren't just for the weather. Or is she just mad? <laughs> she thinks she has a thing for Rex? Yes. Okay. Despite his name being Rex. No offense mm-hmm. to any listeners Rex. who may be named Rex. Hey, Rex Manning Day. Come on. <laughs> And he says, well, you're not going to get a cab because of the roads, but I have all-wheel drive in my truck, so I'll drive you to the airport. 
They all have a truck. They all have a truck. And the cabs are usually so plentiful and dependent there. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hope that it was just a classic, like, New York yellow cab, yeah. too. Yeah, just I think sliding, it was a yellow cab. Just yeah. sliding left and right. So Dave says, uh, you know, they haven't met because he moved there more recently with his sister when his sister got divorced. Oh, okay. So yeah. he moved to help her out with the with nephew the because there's yeah, yeah, always yeah. a kid. There's always, yeah, it's always it's always good uncle and means mm-hmm. good daddy I yeah. retract my prediction that Rex went to school with her now. Or not Rex, Dave. Dave, yeah. Dave, Dave. yeah, no, no. He's definitely an outsider, but there's a, there's an ex. There's an ex who's going to be a problem. And he says, you know, at first I was floundering a little bit and I was planning to leave soon, but now it feels like home and I want to stay. Okay, yeah. So he's he's going to become the, the other part of this anchor that's going to keep her from going back to uh, San Francisco and all of the sourdough bread she can eat. Yeah. So uh, Noelle gets an an update on her phone that her flight was canceled because of the weather. And then Dave gets a text that says, the owner's here. Now's your chance. Okay. So he's like, I got to go back and drop you off and go to the lodge so I can catch the owner. I'm trying to talk them out of selling. And uh, Noelle says, oh, no, I'll just go with you so you can talk to him right away. Perfect. Oh, there it is. She has a relationship with the owner, I think. Or or like it's the dad of somebody relationship. Anyway, Again, I, I like the concept that this small Michigan homey town has a guy who's just so darn busy running the Elks Lodge or hunting lodge that he can't, you know, his time is scarce. So it's they gotta, busy. They got to strike while the, the oven's hot. You, you got to strike while you are able to drive from one structure to another. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So they get to the lodge and the lodge is full of volunteers setting up for the gala. And uh, Dave introduces Noel to his sister, Karen, and his nephew, Scotty, who is a teenager. Oh, okay. I just want to point that That's out because they're normally between That's eight rare. and ten. Yeah, they're usually like cute moppets. Like mm-hmm. this, this is like a skateboarder age. Yeah, he's like an adorable 16-year-old. Oh, great. And uh, so Dave goes to talk to the owners. Karen tells Noel, if Dave can't talk the owners out of selling to a condo developer, this is the last year of the gala. Commerce. Damn them. Mm -hmm. And she says, you know, when they moved here, Dave was pretty depressed, but working on the gala has really pulled him out of it, which is why he's been in charge since your mom passed. That's absolutely, that's the best way to do this. Sounds like totally normal human behavior and causality. Best way to do business. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what? He's not good at his job, but (laughs) us giving him the job made sure he didn't kill himself. (laughs) Let's let him keep this job. We'll just keep cutting him a check so he doesn't kill himself. He's a glutton for punishment, too, if he's cleaning out all (laughs) everything at the... Yeah, well. Dave comes back and he says, you know, they're still considering their options, but I'm working on it. So the next day, uh, Noelle runs into Corey who's Mike's new partner that she used to babysit when she was a little girl. Okay. And Corey says, oh, I have all my paperwork for the DeMarco properties right here. They're the ones who want to buy the hunting lodge. I'm going through it today. But when I'm done with work, I'll come over and help you pack. Okay. DeMarco indicates a crime family. It does very quickly. way more invested in I know. I I don't think it will be, but I would really, yeah, just like full Sopranos, (laughs) like, oh, I'm going to buy this hunting lodge. Mm -hmm. So Rex calls Noelle and he's like, I'm worried you never showed up. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. My flight got canceled. And he said he, he would have been able to Google that easily. Yeah, yeah. And she says, uh, "Rex, have you heard of Demargo Properties? It sounds familiar." And he says, "I I haven't heard of it, but I'll look around." <laughs> but if you know anything about me, you know I'm bad at my job. <laughs> <laughs> so that night, Corey comes by, and Noel says, "You know what I've really been putting off packing up is my mother's Christmas decoration shed." Yeah, um, I would also put that off until after Christmas. It just seems dickish otherwise. Mm-hmm. So they start packing up the shed, and Noel says, oh, I asked Dave to come by and see if he wants any of these decorations for the gala. And Corey's like, oh, Dave's really cute. I mean, I'm married, but you should get up in that. 
And Noel's mm-hmm. like, no, I have a crush on someone back home, but I don't know if he likes me or just likes my work. I don't know if he likes me or also his name is Rex. Gross. Mm-hmm. So Dave arrives and he's going to borrow some stuff, including this uh, fake tree that Noelle's mom had gotten for her that she just never ended up taking home with her to San Francisco. Oh, we're going to get a we're going to get a big like you can't have Christmas with a fake tree. We're going to get one of those. I I fly a lot. I've never seen on a baggage conveyor a security <laughs> line fake tree in a box. Certainly not as a carol like carry on. But okay. did you say a carol on? A carol on. Ah. <laughs> So uh, outside, Dave attacks Noel with a snowball, and they have a flirty Aww. snowball fight. Thanks, Dumb and Dumber, for ruining snowball fights, because that's all <laughs> I can picture still. I hate you for 20-something years of ruining all <laughs> snowball fights. So then we go to the lodge, and Mike the lawyer is there with Corey, the new law partner, and some of the other board members of the gala. Mm-hmm. And Corey's There's a lot like, of bureaucracy yeah, in this yeah, gala. Yeah. Well, it is a scholarship. I program. mean, they're making. Yeah, are they sending people to Ivy League? Like, I don't know. I I don't know how big the town is. It's, it's like here's two hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Here's your scholarship to Dairy Queen College. Exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a five hundred dollars scholarship and a and a hundred dollar Target gift card. They've got they've got both the cab company and the need for condos. I believe they're selling the mom's house for condos, didn't you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 the, the, lodge, the, the, the lodge, the hunting lodge. lodge. Well, yeah. they need condos. Yeah, not just yeah. houses. There's a housing shortage. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so Corey says she's trying to get the lodge registered as a historic place, of but course. the owners still need to make more money. That's why they want to sell their lodge. We're gonna to have to money. find, yeah, we're gonna have to find something about this lodge, maybe. So everybody uh, gets folders on the scholarship applicants, and they and all the names have been blacked out so they could be impartial. Of course. And Noelle shows up because they've invited her to help. So oh. They start reviewing applications. Nephew, nephews, nephews getting the scholarship, but maybe that's a problem. Maybe they not will... Corey. No, Corey's already been through law school. Yeah, she's a, she's a law partner. No, no, now. the other yeah, Whoa. yeah, okay. she's a partner. She's a law partner. partner. Yeah, yeah, in this small Michigan town. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. It, and how old is Christina Milan's character supposed to be? I thought late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she. I mean, like, so that means I, like Corey's when I was like twelve, I was with another girl, like twelve or thirteen. I would babysit like nine year olds. It's not yeah, super. No, uncommon. I, I get that. It's pretty early what for a partner. What is uncommon is a twenty-seven year old to be partner. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, maybe she started Michigan maybe, she maybe she's the only other lawyer. Yeah. So he's he's like, I need a partner to help me with my work. Okay. So it's you're right. the only attorney. So other attorney, you get it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I I mean, because we only have one possible person for this uh, scholarship but it's all blacked out that i feel like there might even be some scandal like oh you rigged it it's like no we didn't know how to rig it and you we've know. met so many other scholars that's what i mean age children that that's what i mean though i have a feeling somebody's gonna try and use it against him okay yeah. oh yeah and noel has shown up and alan chang is now on the board of the scholarship committee who got the first scholarship <gasps> oh yeah. Well, Alan Chang was the, was Santa, the Santa when she fell out. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, so it's a nice callback to Alan Chang. I hope that Alan Chang has been just waiting for his moment to strike for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> He's you, just waiting to push her out of something. You embarrassed me that day. I will destroy you, my Mrs. Claus. When they're done, Dave tells Noel, uh, nephew Scotty and I have a hockey game tonight, but I'll be back in time to finish decorating your house for the carolers. How That's much very important. decor does this house need? God, there's already so much. I have a he says he, he says he didn't finish the porch yet. We have a lot of decor in our house. I finished it in four hours. So inside the house, Noelle looks at pictures of her dead mom, and then she finds her ice skates. I'm just fascinated with the organization of this house. She keeps just finding stuff. Dresses, mm. ice skates. Mm. They're like hanging on a wall or something. Sure. Like, like they were out. Oh, it's easy to find. Yeah. 
So at the rink, Dave and Scotty are coaching a children's hockey game, like league thing. So it's kids. It's little kids. Oh, okay. Oh, hockey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course. I so forget. it's probably like, we need to finish our Christmas shopping. Everybody go play hockey yeah, with hockey. Dave. One yeah. hockey. I feel like youth hockey league. I think like you, the hockey season started about a month ago. So yeah, that tracks as mm-hmm. far as I know. Okay. Yeah. That's accurate. Trust me, it makes sense to be playing hockey for the sport. Playing it on December 18th in any sort of competitive yes, rather than yes. just a friendly challenge. It might, it might be friendly. Game. It might just be game. like, yeah, yeah. Okay, and like, if we if we got dead zone from here on out, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm ice is going to break. <laughs> and it's, it's an indoor rink. It's like a mall rink. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, so it ends, and Noelle's there with her skates on. She's like, I haven't done this in a while. But Dave helps her get on the ice, and they start to skate. And then... The ice is going to break. Uh, in she, the mall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would to, be disastrous. I just wanted to say it. Um, and then she almost falls and he catches her. Uh, nephew Scotty actually turns on romantic music and turns the disco ball on wow. and turns the lights down. Yeah. That's is it endless love? No. And, the rides are too and much. They, and he sort of, Dave sort of rolls his eyes and Noelle is like, is this supposed to make me swoon? And Dave says, I don't know. Are you swooning? No, I only swoon in ice rinks when they play Ace of Base. Yeah. <laughs> ice time Oh, now it's happening. And Noelle says, no, I, I'm falling. I'm literally falling. And, <laughs> literally. Then, and then he catches her. There it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just got ahead of myself. Yes, yes. And she says, to thank you for saving me, I owe you an apple cider donut. I haven't had one of those since I've been back home. That's the worst uh, metaphor I've ever heard. An apple cider donut. Those are good. I mean, it sounds delicious. I just thought it as They're a more fall. Yeah, that's... as a euphemism, it's a bummer. Not some of that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's better than sourdough bread would have been under the same that's like you know, well, euphemistic auspices. Rex, Rex is a bummer. <laughs> so they sit outside in the town, even though it's like twenty degrees, and they eat their donuts. And Dave tells her that in college he blew out his knee, but he was on the way to go. He thinks he was going to go, go pro hockey. I was going to mm-hmm. go pro. So he was trying to find himself and his girlfriend at the time that he was serious with didn't want to wait until he figured out what he wanted to do. So she broke up with him. So he's pretty much been single. So I just became a handyman and a suicidal man who runs a hunting lodge. (laughs) Dave sees his sister, Karen, getting in a car with some guy he's never seen before. Intrigue. Have we met Karen before? Yeah, we met her. We met her at the hunting lodge. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Uh, This is Mr. DeMarco. It's Mr. DeMarco. Uh Oh, Mm, I don't know. And then they realize how late it is, and they have to run back to Noel's house to finish the lights before you the carolers show up. Gotta finish it before it gets dark, up. and then the carols got it. Mm-hmm. So they get home. The carolers are five houses away. Oh no! Oh, it's like a countdown. Like yeah. you can't just be like, okay, I guess we didn't get everything out. No, apparently what it is is oh, they go from house to in. house and they sing like half of a song, and as the carolers sing, you turn on your lights and everybody cheers. God. That's the tradition. Okay, so but as long as you can plug in some lights, like. Just like don't put everything out. Do they know everything you have? Yeah, I, apparently because I get it. her I get mother it. was it's famous fun, in the town as being the Christmas queen. It's a fun, the crank, real scary. Crank, crank the clock. I get yeah. it. The real scary thing is they still have nails to to hammer. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah. I mean, that's that's gonna give them away. That their last minute, he's just on the roof. Dunk, dunk, dunk. So Dave says, "I still have to wrap the porch," and Noel says, "Okay, let's do it together. We can get it done faster." I still have to wrap the board yeah. with lights, with lights. With lights, okay. like like wrapping them got around it, like, like the porch railing. This is not a Christo exhibit. Yeah, no. yeah I know. I, I thought wrapping paper. I was like, that's a yeah. weird choice. <laughs> so the carolers arrive as they just finish. Oh, just in time. Yeah. And uh, the, the weird part is David gets down on one knee and holds out the box oh. for Noel to like push the button on to light up the house. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. That's purely for the trailer. Never seen a 
button activated. Uh... It's, it's in every one of these. Movies. Yeah, okay. they all get lit by. Usually, it looks like a present with a button on it. That's mm-hmm. what we. Yeah, this one actually looks now. sort of like a. Uh, if you've ever been on a film set, it sort of looks like a very small lunchbox, uh-huh. which is like a. What would you call it? A, like like a big power strip, but mm-hmm. that's built for industrial cables. Yeah. So it's sort of like that, but with a button on it. Yeah, I see. yeah. Okay, I I hope he's right. Yeah, it's just a, a big TNT dispenser. Would be too. And the house blows up and they collect the insurance. They've taken all life insurance policies on all the carolers. What What mom always. What I I love is including myself when these similar seats have come up. This is now including myself. This is the third time AT and T plunger has been pitched. Somebody has to do it. I'm not saying I'm above it because I did it originally. This is why we don't work for Hallmark. We all do. We all want a, a Acme plunger. So uh, it's after the caroling is done and Noel brings them out both hot cocos and Dave says, oh, you put marshmallows in now. Oh, mm. you're a marshmallow woman, are you? Mm. Uh, but her phone rings and so she excuses oh, herself to go Rex. inside. Yes, the God. FaceTime from Rex. Damn it. You're not supposed to bug her, Rex. Mm-hmm. And Dave comes in the house for plot reasons. And uh, Rex sees him behind her and says, who's that? And Noel says, oh, it's just a friend. He's helping me fix up the house ah, to no, sell no, it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. And Dave is like, passing through the room and hears this, but he goes to the other room to get, I don't know, plot reasons. <laughs> um, and uh, Rex says, I found out that DeMarco Properties is a new client of the firm. Okay, yeah. Apparently the DeMarcos <laughs> need to get out of here quick. <laughs> We're on to them. Yeah. And the deal for that hunting lodge has been dragging on for months, so whatever you can do to smooth it through will help you make partners sooner. <sighs> Once again, yeah. Christmas or business. Mm-hmm. And Dave leaves, he's pissed. Fair. Fair. Yeah, no. Yeah, hey, how can you be in bed with the enemy? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Noelle goes to the skating rink, and Sister Karen is taking pictures of her son, Scotty, and Dave. And Dave says, why don't you tell me about the DeMarco Properties being uh, your client? And she says, I just found out about it last you night. You literally heard mm-hmm. me find out. You were clearly eavesdropping poorly. Yeah. And Dave says, I don't believe you. And then lawyer Corey comes in and says, they just sold the lodge. It's over. We lost. Uh-oh. Okay. And Dave looks at Christina Milian and says, I guess you got what you came here for. Any thoughts, Nathan? Something about a button being pushed, maybe? <laughs> I let you push the yeah. button. <laughs> I gave you my button and you broke my heart. I he lied. Says, I never liked marshmallows. No. He says, Congratulations, partner. And then he leaves. Oh, that's pretty good burn. Yeah, that's yeah, a better yeah. one than mine. I give that. And, and can I say, by the way, I know MacGuffin is the standard term. Mm-hmm. But plot reasons, <laughs> plot reasons. If, if plot reasons could replace MacGuffin, well, I, plot I would reasons, like that. Plot reasons are the smaller things. Plot yeah, reasons are just the, like, I guess I'm going to leave the room now. Yeah. yeah, and plot reasons are not the Maltese Falcon. They're the, I don't have any matches, so I need to talk to the guy at the bar next to me who turns out to be my long-lost uncle. Or 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 just, or just uh, oh, no, I have to chase that kid. He's going to run into the street and then leave two characters alone. Or it's, something. Yeah. it's just a beautiful, yeah. beautiful concept. So Noel calls Rex and says, we have to fix this. And he says, what do you mean? Whatever you did was great. And uh, she says, well, are the contracts for this DeMarco deal signed? And he says, no, they're still pending with legal. Okay, Only so there was a lawyer in this town to help him out. We got a out. lawyer and we're trying to make it a historical thing. I just, I don't see anything. Th- I, I, and I, I, I do not think Paula would leave it out if it wasn't. I, do, I have not found the clockwork to make the hunting lodge historical yet. So uh, they hang up the phone and in San Francisco... Boss enters Rex's office and says, did I just hear Noelle on the phone with you? Didn't I tell you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says, it's okay. She called me. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Rex, you're the worst. He's a little bitch. 
Yeah, he's yeah. awful. Um, and Boss says, maybe you need to think about Noelle for once instead of yourself. Maybe she's the one who needs help this time. So Boss is like the best character in this movie. Yeah, Boss. <laughs> boss. I feel like that is that has been kind of a, a theme for a few of these now. Mm-hmm. Is like bosses are okay, but coworkers are terrible. Yeah, bosses are like you have the business part of your life figured out, but you need to get your shit together and your heart part of your life. Yeah, like like no bosses that's ever existed before. It's like you know what you've been working really hard. I think you should take two weeks off and reconcile with your mom. You're like, mm-hmm. uh, you, you gotta okay. support benevolent patriarchy. Oh, I'm all f- so. I'm all f- boss f- is a lady. Oh, oh even better. see, even yes. better. Benevolent even better. matriarchy. Dave's sister Karen invites Noelle to her tree trimming party, and Noelle says, I'm not sure Dave wants to see me right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Karen's like, It'll be fine. So many people come. You won't even have to talk you'll, to him. He'll disappear. Uh, Noelle arrives at the party. Oh, just. Oh, there's two choices. Uh, oh, just a full record scratch. Everybody turns and looks or no one else is there. No one else is there. <sighs> Karen's setting them up. That actually makes me feel better because a social calendar that would have mass caroling and hockey one in youth hockey one night, mm-hmm. followed by a tree trimming party the next night, followed by the gala. I mean, that's that's a lot. That's, that's a very a busy, busy Christmas card. season. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot. Dave follows Karen into the kitchen and says, why would you set me up with someone who just finished the lodge deal yeah she just destroyed the whole mm-hmm. heart and soul of this town mm-hmm. against her like her own mother mm-hmm. and karen says i believe her I, I think she didn't know and dave says she has a crush on someone from home and karen's like well she's here right now and it would be nice if you were here less oh like at their house <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah it would be nice house. if you, you were, were here, here less. less no i i understand i merry I, christmas <laughs> i i heard that much more of like and it would be good if you moved out of this town right. no no and then dave no, I know. says it's like it'd be better if you weren't yeah, home yeah. and you had your own life yeah, yeah and then dave it. says who are you dating that's the only reason you must be saying this <gasps> and karen won't answer oh because he's he, direct, well, he has no because he has suspicions because <laughs> he know, saw the he saw the saw other car he's man, like yeah. he's like trying to bring up the other car thing the demarco mm-hmm. cadillac the demarco yeah. cadillac <laughs> <laughs> it's after dinner and they're trimming the tree and nephew scotty tells noel that when he gets to college he wants to major in finance he thinks he's got a pretty good line on a hockey scholarship oh yeah those go really well together if i'm gonna work in finance i'm gonna uh, spend my uh, the rest of my time having my teeth knocked out and getting <laughs> concussions yeah. and noel says finance was my major and now i tell people every day what to do with their money it's great that doesn't sound very great in real life <laughs> yes. not often. no but i mean i i guess like like her job is about i was a little i didn't quite understand exactly what her job is now it's very vague so, it's no, like general it. financial her job is her job stuff. is money her yeah, job yeah. is other uh, <laughs> her job is money her job and it's is not a bank it's like her job is rich, other rich people's money. Yeah, 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 yeah I get yeah. it. I get it. And uh, Sister Karen says, oh, Noel, you're used to telling people what to do with your money. You should MC, and maybe you can get more donations for the scholarship. Oh. And uh, Dave says, your why? Mo- you- your mom always used to MC, I oh, bet. Oh, no. Dave says, why are you giving my job away? Oh. Because he's been MCing the gala. He did have that good repost of... Congratulations on your promotion. Yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah. And, and we've He's already established that he has the job just because of his su- <laughs> suicidal depression. He's just like up there. He's like, it'd be really great <laughs> if we could get a little bit more. I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to me. Bad of all <laughs> trades, man. And Noel says, "Why don't we MC together?" Oh, there we go. We hate each other. Let's make this work. <laughs> I'd like to see you less, but in the meantime, let's MC this <laughs> yes, party. <laughs> yes. yeah, your sister hates you. Yeah. <laughs> So they go outside, and Dave gives her a present, presumably one he's already gotten, and it's a snow globe. Citizen Um, Kane. (laughs) She says, let me explain. And he says, "Uh, why don't we just rock the MC thing together tomorrow? And that's that. So we won't have any second guessing when you go back to San Francisco. Perfect. 
But now, all night, we're going to practice our kid and play dance routine. <laughs> For charity. Yeah. For charity. It's uh, going to really <laughs> knock their socks off. Yeah. It's going to bring the bids up. Mm-hmm. And then later, uh, Noelle brings her old Mrs. Claus dressed to Missy and says, what can you do with this? And Missy's like, oh, pretty and it's, pink. It's kind of trash, pink. but I'll see what I can do. She's going to pretty and pink it. So the next morning, it's the final gala setup, and uh, nephew Scotty comes in and shows Dave he got rejected for his hockey scholarship to hockey finance college. <laughs> there we go. Now now he's set up to the other scholarship. I get it. Okay. I'd like to reiterate just how glad I am that we've met so many other viable contenders I know. for, the, for well, the scholarship. The, the well, suspense maybe is Alan me. Chang wants to go to dentistry yeah. school or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going to get, get a go second, second, yeah, second yeah. degree. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I am a big fan of that old saw of a joke where it's like, it's obvious who's going to get. It's like, and here's who gets the college. It's Emily Harbaugh. And you're like, what? what? We've, we've never even met her. Oh, no. We saw her in the background of one right. scene. Lester and Eliza for it's, all those Simpsons fans. Maybe. Exactly. And Dave says, we'll figure out a way to pay for hockey finance college. You just keep on fighting until you get what you want. And then Dave sort of wistfully watches Noelle help the other volunteers, which nephew Scotty does see. Yeah, okay, of course. Now Noelle's at her house to get ready, and she, for some reason, Missy's fixed her dress and put it in, like, a garment bag. And she pulls it out, and it's turned into, like, a super slinky evening dress. And, like, all the Mrs. Claus fur parts are gone, so it just it's just it's, also red. You would never notice, yeah, you would never notice that it was what it was to be on with, that it was a teenager's Mrs. Claus dress. Yeah, yeah. She hears something funny, and she goes outside, and Dave is next to a limo shaking jingle bells. Like, like out front, like, hey, here's your ride? Yeah, he, okay. he's leaning against the limo, like Got Jake it. Ryan shaking jingle bells exactly to get her attention because you know this this is a working class community they can't afford doorbells so when you go for your date you bring jingle bells look if you had jingle bells ready like i do you're gonna use them when you can (laughs) and he says i thought a limo would be safer than another sleigh ride oh in our humble working class community with a limo rental service and cab company cab company okay and so she has to is it all-wheel drive limo (laughs) i hope so and so she has to run back upstairs. She's pretty much ready, but she hasn't put her dress on. So she has to like run back she upstairs and put her dress on. She's wearing like her jeans or something. Yeah. Of course, he notices how beautiful she looks. And they get to the gala. And Noelle says, this place looks amazing. And Dave says, you look amazing. He, yeah. Yeah. Basically. Sorry. You should, go to, uh, you should go to Nathan first occasionally. Okay. I'm so good at this game. <laughs> he says, it had to live up to you. Oh, mine's better for once. I usually I'm like, well, that was fine. I had the sentiment. I think mine's better. And so they all sit at a table together, Corey, her husband, Mike and Missy, Dave and nephew. And then Sister Karen comes in late with her new boyfriend. Mr. DeMarco. Tyler. He has nothing to do with the plot whatsoever. Okay. (laughs) Tyler. Staring at you like, uh, (laughs) when did we meet Tyler? We didn't. Uh, Nobody's met Tyler. This this is the first time he's, he's meeting everybody. Tyler yeah. DeMarco. And Tyler says, oh, you must be her brother, Dave. I've heard so much about you. And Dave's like, funny, because I couldn't get her to tell me anything about you. And kind of brothers up. Yeah, yeah, He's a yeah. younger brother. Yeah, he's, he does that, like, that that uh, redneck dad thing of, like, cleaning a gun at the table. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave introduces the 10th annual gala, mm-hmm. and he introduces Noelle. And Noelle gets up and says, these last few days, she's learned something about her mom. All the over-the-top Christmas decorations was her way of showing friends and neighbors how much she loved them. Christmas is all about the love we give to each other. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure about that, but okay. Yeah, I'll go along with <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas here is. I'm okay with this. Yeah. So in that spirit, she opens the envelope for the scholarship, and guess who gets the scholarship? 
Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that was not rehearsed, by the way. That no. was just serendipity. We just both tandem, knew the so. worst answer. <laughs> Tyler's been wanting to go to dentistry school with Alan Jay. He, he slept with the sister to get her to change uh, the votes. Yeah, no, yeah. obviously. It's, it's nephew Scotty, and he's super excited, even though he's literally the only child that we've met. Yes. <laughs> Later, uh, nephew Scotty tells Dave to ask Noelle to dance, and Dave's like, she's going home in a week. And Scotty's like, remember, don't stop fighting until you get what you want. Oh, mm-hmm. well, especially that's easy to, to easy to do when uh, much like these movies, they all have entourage level problems. It's like, <laughs> I didn't get the scholarship. Oh, we'll figure it out. Oh, I got another scholarship. Oh, cool. <laughs> Is there a pregnant pause after he says, don't stop fighting until you get what you want? Like, was there a, a penetrating you glance or you anything? Or? Yeah. No, it's just more like, really, man, why are you peeing that back to me? That's like, they have a very, like, if, if, if they words, weren't Greg. related and they were like a, a, a teacher and a student, be like, whoa, what's going on? Are they about to start fucking? It's like a very, like. <laughs> That's the Cinemax Christmas movie. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't want to say flirty relationship because they're not bad actors and they're playing uh, uncle and nephew, mm-hmm. but it's very bantery. It's it's very, like, screwball comedy, but they're related. Dave and Noel dance, but guess what happens in the middle of their dance? They finally do the kid and play thing yeah no serious guess nathan uh nails i've got hammers here there's some wood over no i've been looking for something to nail is it is it literally like the demarcos show up and there's like we're 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 kicking y'all out like we're just foreclosing clearly gonna turn it into a memorial yeah we're just a bigger money maker than condos ever we're gonna kick you all out right now there's gonna bulldoze it while people are inside rex shows up and says can i cut in what Okay, no, he's not okay. And he's not dressed for the gala at all, even though he knew somehow to go straight there. Yeah. No, he's he, wearing like an normal obvious... fly, like like not I don't think it's like jeans and t shirts, but I think he's wearing like normal flying clothes. Wow. So he but he's, yeah, he's just, like he's, a bomber he's, jacket he's, and a scarf. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's a matching sweatsuit from Adidas. No oh, so no, so he is truly the rival. See, usually those guys stay home mm-hmm. and then we have two other rivals in the town and like mm-hmm. he's always just Skyped in. That is mm-hmm. they usually aren't allowed to escape their phone. Now it's gonna have something to do with the fact of the demarco deal too while he's not just in town he's gonna he's playing it off let's see rex says i came out to help noel move and he looks around he's like you were kidding this place is crazy and noel's like oh i think it's you live, beautiful you live in san francisco <laughs> mm-hmm. there's some really impressive <laughs> things there yeah but he says it like rich people making fun of like Midwestern oh, oh, oh. He's country like, people. He's like, you're right. This place is crazy. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's like, not... it, it, it's, it's like, it looks like Christmas threw up in here. Like that. Oh, that okay. <laughs> he's not like, I've been to the Tonga room, but whoa, look at all these buffalo heads. <laughs> so Noel says, I think it's beautiful, and Rex says, I think you're beautiful. Or no, they've got nothing on you. <laughs> they got nothing on what you. Is, uh, not one? as beautiful as you. Okay. Not as beautiful as you. <laughs> I thought he was just gonna go. Yeah, Dave had the better line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And uh, Rex and Dave meet each other because obviously he's cut in. And then Rex and me like, oh, Dave, right? Yeah. Hi, man. I forgot this was charity. I'll kick you a donation later. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll cut Noel it. No, I'll give me your deets. I'll yeah. cut it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Standard rich guy thing. And Rex says, I'm tired from the travel, so I'm going to go check in on my B&B, but you should stay. I, I know that's not the quote, but I want that to be the quote. <laughs> tired I am the tired tra- from the travel. This two-hour time dis- difference is really taking uh, a yeah. on I, I must take my repose. <laughs> And Noel says, eh, it's basically over. Let's just leave together. So Dave's left by himself. This party was dead anyway. 
Yeah, and I, I assume that means Dave is riding back into limo by himself. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I want him to. I want. I want there just to just be a side story. Where he just becomes friends with the limo driver. He's just riding up front. <laughs> He's like, "You want to stop? You want to go through the drive-through? You want, you, you want to get White Castle?" I'm waiting for the reveal that Dave's last name is. Wait for it, Demarco. Demarco. <laughs> and this is a whole ploy to. Okay. He's always secretly rich. So back at Noelle's, Rex picks up the snow globe that Dave gave her, and she's like, oh, Dave, give that to me. He's like, Dave's a nice guy, but he's got questionable taste. No, that thing's a bummer. Yeah. And Rex says, I think we can get this all packed up tomorrow, probably, and then be out of here. When did the movers come? And she's like, oh, I forgot to reschedule the movers. So he leaves to go back to his, like, B&B to get some rest, and she puts the snow globe on the mantle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, uh, Rex arrives with boxes and a box of, like, pastries for breakfast. Like, he's he's so, like, vacillating between <laughs> being the worst and being fine. He's, yeah, he's, there's no real, like, mustache twirling afoot with, with Rex. Well, there's nothing I that bad here. I mean, I mean he's she's, a little... She's, like, you. sort of supportive. She's helping him with the deals. I think, I think she's writing his, uh, uh, co- he's writing her coattails. Yeah. She's kind of unprepared, and she's like, well, I haven't really been through any of this stuff. And he's like, I came to pack. I thought you wanted to pack up the house. Look, I'm putting shit in boxes, and I'm putting that shit on the curb let's do yeah. it and uh she's like well okay start in the basement so later rex comes up from the basement and noelle still hasn't really packed up any of the kitchen and she's started baking and he's like that's why i brought takeout so you wouldn't have to cook this is gross you're cooking and she's food. just like we have takeout in the city yeah and she's just like eh, I don't know. that's some um, solid procrastination yeah, though yeah. and he's like i'm gonna go start packing up the christmas stuff outside on the 24th fourth where yeah, we yeah, at yeah. now we're not at yeah. christmas yet i think i think so i think we're the 24th it's, right it's we're, above. we're, we're above close. we're between the 21st yeah, yeah, and the 24th yeah. yeah um so rex is outside packing up the christmas decorations when dave drives up uh-oh yeah. it is all still in the limo oh. for, yeah, is this yeah. <laughs> i need to let you know uh <laughs> me and francois the driver we're in love it's a weird night i think it's gonna work out it's my de- better for everyone <laughs> my depression's gone um dave just just brought the decorations that he borrowed for the gala, including the fake tree. All right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And uh, Rex says, you can keep that. It's not her taste. Yeah. Ooh, gross. Yeah, and Dave's like, tacky fake tree. Shouldn't we ask her first? And Rex is like, I've spent every day of the past six years with her. I think I know what she likes. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm hoping for a big dynamite marshmallow reveal. <laughs> oh. Because I know this was in Runaway Bride, which I just admitted it's publicly okay. no, to it's having right. But there's a whole thing of like, she just has her eggs, whatever way the guy she's dating is. So that's a big like, no, I, Jacuzzi no, I, I line. I think you're there. Yeah, at one point, Richard Gere's like, you don't even know which way you like your eggs. So I have a hunch. Yeah. We're building make, up to make uh, cocoa. She won't have marshmallows with oh, her. I, I, and that'll be the. And she's going to stick her head in and go, like, hey, can I get some marshmallows? Yeah. It's like, ooh. That's solid. That's good. That's good. I also just want to find out that Rex is allergic to marshmallows. <laughs> he just he just dies from his throat closing up after kissing her. So Dave says, "Tell Noel I said goodbye," and he leaves. Okay, but he leaves the he leaves the tree. The tree that the mom gifted that she never used as a carry on yeah, to go back yeah, to yeah, yeah. Okay. Rex goes inside, and Noel's like sitting on the couch. She's like, "I needed a break from baking and not." I like her a lot. This is how I pack the house. Yes, likewise. Just <laughs> why I don't move. Rex says, oh, okay, if we're taking a break anyway, I brought the Henderson paperwork. You can help me wrap the deal up. <sighs> he yeah. is bad at his job. Yeah. We need to finish this before the end of this year for taxes. Yeah, yeah. of course. That's yeah. the most plausible line as far as the business relationships are concerned yeah. in this yeah. entire yeah. He sucks. Yeah. narrative. In these so movies, far, so. there's a lot of, uh, we need to finish this this year because of taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's convenient around Christmas. That's mm-hmm. the end of the year. 
Yeah, works. and he's like, I just can't quite, you know, crack this nut and find him like the, the thing to, that the, where he needs his additional investments or whatever. I need to I need to figure out what to do yeah. with this ten thousand dollars, or yeah. he's gonna have to eat it. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, lawyer Corey arrives oh, right. uh, to help pack, and then Noel says, "Wait, Henderson, I think I can save the hunting lodge." Yeah. Perfect. And then we cut I to like Noel's on the phone saying. Sure thing, sir. We can have the contract for you first thing in the oh, morning. Oh, the, the, we're going to buy the hunting lodge with the rest of this money because Henderson's, it's Tyler Henderson. Maybe it's Tyler Henderson. Anyway, go on. Tyler has to have a last name, of course. <laughs> I'm convinced. Tyler Boyfriendson. <laughs> I'm convinced. Uh, and he no- was too mysterious. Noel, Rex, and Corey are all excited. And Corey's like, okay, I'm going to leave. I got to start working this contract right now if we need to get it to him tomorrow. And Rex says, this is so great. This is our last contract for the year. Let's go out and celebrate. We're off until 2019. And she says, I don't want to help you with your accounts anymore. It's best for us if you just leave. I'm, I'm going to stay. Right. That's interesting. It's just an interesting place to decide to stay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, keep going. Oh, I think she says, I'm going to stay in for the night. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm just, I'm out of mm-hmm. your, she's not, she's, a, she's not committing to the town yet. Yeah. Okay. She's like, you go home. I'm going to like, for like, go back to your B and B. I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. You go, you go yeah, back to B&B. You go back to San Francisco. I'm still wrapping things up. Got it. Yeah. Um, and the next morning, Noelle calls her boss and her boss says, tell me you're not quitting. And Noelle says, well, I'm dot, not, dot, dot. not quitting. That's all we hear her say right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to say, not as beautiful as... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to work someday. The catch-all response to any statement. So Dave's at the lodge, packing stuff up kind of wistfully, and Noelle texts him, and we can see she sent him a lot of texts that he hasn't answered. He's about to delete it, and a man comes in he doesn't know. DeMarco! DeMarco! Hender- Henderson! Henderson! And Dave says, can I help you? And he says, yeah, I'm Mr. Henderson. And Dave says, of Henderson Sporting Goods? <gasps> he even knows why he's mm-hmm. rich. Like, of Henderson, 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 and Henderson? Yes, exactly. And son? Yeah. And he says, I just came down to check out my new property. And Dave says, oh, there oh, you bought this. I hope you're not going to turn it into condos. He's like, no, I let, I this. I started my first store in places like this. I like to keep them, you know, yeah. for reason, taxes or whatever. And Dave says, I'd love to tell you about the Christmas gala we throw every year. And Henderson says, that's baked into the deal, actually. Some hotshot deal maker out of San Francisco made sure I included it. San Francisco. Nice. That's me. He didn't say that. She also included a loaf of sourdough. She said, all the sourdough I can eat. I thought it was code for a weird sex thing, but then when she actually gave me bread, I was kind of happy. I'm an old man. Turns out I don't like sourdough bread. I have made a poor decision. So Dave goes to Noelle's house. He says he just met Henderson. She says, come in. You forgot something. He goes into the house. Oh, and she set up the fake tree. She has, yes. And she's put the Santa dress on it. <laughs> With meet. the ice skates draped gingerly. Oh, well, underneath it. She's right. like, meet your new girlfriend. And she runs out and moves back to San Francisco. And uh, Dave says, what about Rex? And she says, I told Rex to go back to San Francisco. Said, beat it, Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dave gives Noelle a present box. And he says, I found this when I was cleaning up. She says, what is it? Another button? I was going to say. <laughs> there's a, it's a button that like the whole town the lights whole up. The whole town lights up. <laughs> um, Serious guesses? I found this one. found it while he was cleaning up. up. From the gala. Oh, from the gala. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's something of his, her mom's. Wait, what did we lose track of? They danced. I don't remember them giving anything. Okay. I got nothing. It's a box with an angel ornament in it. And mm. a note from mom that says, 
Just know that I am with you at Christmas and always. Love, Mom. We put it on top of the tree mm-hmm. and then we kiss. Uh, Dave says he found it tucked into the branches of the artificial tree when he was breaking it down. There we so go. She put it in there for been, for Noel. Yes. Sure. I just want to say I would love if there was a reveal that Noel's dad has been alive and involved the whole time. <laughs> I just, but just yeah, no, no, we're just conspicuously absent. Rise, as they, as they, as Why they put, are you moving all my Christmas decorations out of my house? As they put the <laughs> angel on the tree and they kiss, and then you just hear, <clears throat> oh, Jesus, Dad, have you been in that chair the whole time? <laughs> yes, I have. I also want Henderson to give nephew a sporting goods scholarship for oh, his yeah, hockey dreams. Yeah. Oh, just say. Just Maybe like, Henderson's going to turn the hunting lodge into a hockey scholarship. Yeah, I wanted to say, I want to just, I want him to just go, hit, hit me up anytime you want for a stick, kid. So Noel says, I'm staying in Michigan. I'm the new partner of my company's Midwest office that we're starting. That we're starting. Yes, yes. And we're going to run it out Midwest of the, we're going to run it out of the hunting lodge that's right. owned by Henderson Sporting <laughs> yes, Goods. Yes. And she uses that giant Santa pitcher to pour them both hot cocoa. There it is. Oh, and then marshmallows. With? with. (laughs) She she offers him marshmallows. He says, I'm not really a marshmallow guy. And she says, who Who doesn't doesn't like marshmallows? And he says. Not as beautiful as he. (laughs) (laughs) He says, Rex, remember that asshole you've been boning for six years? Uh, He says. Someone who's found something sweeter. Oh, oh that is smooth. Yeah, I give them that. then they kiss. Then they kiss. I know I think mostly about sweetness when I think about marshmallows, not about texture. Yeah. So that's a that's a good line. That who doesn't, just flows naturally. Who doesn't like marshmallows? People who think too much about the fact that they're made out of horses' hooves yeah. and bones. Vegans, you asshole. Vegans don't like marshmallows. Well, we're in. People who find a we're in the Midwest. Noah wafers treacly. <laughs> we're in the Midwest. There are no vegans. <laughs> So, Nathan, now that you've heard the plot, would you watch this movie? It depends on casting. Yes, I would, especially if I kept envisioning uh, Mr. Henderson as Dan Aykroyd or a Dan Aykroyd type. Oh, I like a la that. Tommy Boy, because I knew oh, that yeah. the fat cat was going to invest in the town I would, in some if, way. If it's Aykroyd going like full like like boss hog outfit, then I'm 100% in. And he was in Christmas with the Cranks, That's true. which I That's would true. never have seen. And never will. I'm well, but, but I'm aware it exists. He, it's in his wheelhouse. And if he could throw in some yeah, Ghostbusters he can shoot 3 it, shoot dreams it, or vodka, two days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just get Crystal Skull vodka. I got to say, if if they developed the DeMarco subplot a little more. I do. I really wanted the DeMarcos to play in somehow. I feel like there was maybe a bigger niche for the DeMarcos. but Yeah, I, I did. I wanted some. I, once you said it, that's always the problem with this game. Is sometimes you say something, I'm like, Oh man, it's sort of Home Alone. Like there's there's this weird mafia shenanigans going on with mm. like that's how we we mess up the deal is we get we get them to say something on tape and they all get arrested. Like Tyler's, I I don't know if he was intentionally put in there as a red herring, but he sort of comes off as a red herring a little bit, and then they yeah. just drop that subplot. Wow. And my dreams of white turtleneck, mock turtleneck sweater no. combinations Nobody were dead. Wears a white so turtleneck. No. I, I guess these are because I thought this was targeted more multi generational, but apparently this is targeting. This is. You know. a, I mean, one of the things about these rom coms is, for the most part, uh, if the characters are younger, they cast them with actors that are still young enough to have children. Mm-hmm. And there is one with Lori Lachlan, uh that came out this year where she's just sort of like. She didn't really make it happen with anyone else. She didn't end up having children, but she, she has a niece. But for the most part, they want people that are like, for these parts, that are like can play 35 and under because there's that possibility, you know, heteronormative, we're going to get married and then ha- start having kids it, a year later. When it, when it feels like, yeah, it feels like the, it's a, it is a multi-generation, but it's a tight multi-generation. I yeah. always, I always feel like it's a, a mother 
teenage daughter or you know preteen daughter situation is about the the breakdown if you're gonna you, the, the gilmore girls breakdown mm-hmm. it's that you know yeah it's again it's that and also it's a little bit aspirational too where it's like the actress that you cast to play the mother even though the kid is 16 she's still like 30 and maybe she's playing 40 but she looks really good yeah, you know yeah. oh and the actress playing the sister by the way her name is brandy alexander which i appreciate <laughs> yes She's a fine girl. That's pretty great, Brandy Alexander. Yeah, I'm probably going to pass on this one. Again, yeah, I'd want the, uh, if the DeMarco plot, or if the hockey plot, I mean, we did have one hockey scene, Mm -hmm. but other than that, it did, it seemed, um, it almost seemed like it was, and we say, oh, it's made of the Legos and stuff. This one legitimately felt like there had been four scripts that had somehow been uh, all dropped on the floor and reassembled in a in a perfectly uh, feasible way. I believe the word is serviceable. Uh, serviceable. Well, there, <laughs> there, are, there are three <laughs> credited writers, so maybe that has something hey, to do with it. Maybe yeah. they did take a couple just, different scripts and just, put them together. It just felt Don't a little, I feel good about my life? Now. It just felt a little muddy. Yeah, it felt like it felt like it was of all of the ones we've done, the most that's just one of these without much other personality. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this too. I think I'd be inclined to watch it just to find out who Christina Milian is because it's on the she's tip of my great. mental tongue, but I yeah. can't do it. I, and this movie would definitely answer that question. Yeah, she's good in everything. Like she's she's always turns out in these movies. She never phones it in, and she does a few of these a year. She's one of the regulars. Oh, okay. And um, the guy playing Dave, he's he's one of those guys who's mostly just on Canadian television. Uh, Mark Taylor, he's really good. He's very charming. Like overall, the cast is a bunch of Canadian actors, but they're just like like most of these. They're all like really good. They're just people you haven't heard of. Well, so, I mean, they yeah. call that Degrassi syndrome. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure they've all had at least one episode of Supernatural. But you know, then again, I'm one of those people who I see Kristen Emilian is in it, and I'm gonna watch it. Cool. Yeah. Um, Nathan, where can we find you on social media? Nathan Skull on Facebook. I think my profile's public or semi-public. Or... <laughs> I should probably have some sort of LinkedIn. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a link An Instagram up. account that is just my name and zero posts. Nathan Scoff. Nice. Get it? Okay. You should use that more. Uh, I am uh, J Dobbs Rosa, J-D-O-B-B-S-R-O-S-A, pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Come and find me for uh, bad jokes and the uh, quickest I can possibly let anybody know whenever there is a police pursuit tearing through the Southland this is true i'm on instagram as gangrene jean that's the disease plus the pants and at paula hayfley on twitter and a big shout out to andrew Furtado. Uh, we're using his gear from the now streaming podcast for this he's our technical advisor and uh, you can find him on twitter as andrew fur taco spelled exactly like your brain doesn't want it to you can follow the mary pitchmas podcast on twitter at mary pitchmas on insta at mary underscore pitchmas or email us with your suggestions salutations and insultations at mary pitchmas podcast at gmail.com oh man go back and check that out again because those are complicated there's three different things there uh take a second to rate and review us please if you have the time it really makes a difference getting our bad jokes into new ear holes happy hallmark days everyone and don't forget northern michigan scholarships beat san francisco sourdough hey i'm just out here by the limo i called a cab i got an all-wheel drive truck i'm so close to taking off my shoes to fully (laughs) see you later guys clomp 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 clomp